Are you sick of hearing you don't have enough experience to get work? Visit iPath.com to get the first part of our auto damage certification for free. Hello and welcome to the Independent Adjuster Podcast by IAPath. My name is Chris Stanley, and we're here to help you figure out how to get work in this industry and ultimately how to claim your life. Hey, guys, it's uh, Chris Stanley, and welcome back to the Independent Adjuster Podcast. If you hear me talking quieter, it's because I'm at my campsite in Ocala National Forest in Florida, and so I'm trying not to talk too loud uh, to bother the neighbors. But I wanted to talk to you today about the first step of the Independent Adjuster Path. The first step of your journey is licensing. And now licensing is critical because if you don't have the right licenses for your state, you can't legally handle most types of claims. Um, now, there's a lot of caveats and a lot of confusion around licensing for new people, but I want to make sure that you have the right information to be able to get through this step easily because it's not hard. It's annoying. It's painful to get through the stuff that you have to do. Uh, but it's not necessarily hard. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to pass your adjuster license. So an adjuster license is um, state-specific. Um, and there are many states that do not require an adjuster license. And we'll get to what to do to those in a minute. But the states that do require an adjuster license, those states will require that you go through some type of exam prep or pre-licensing course that will take place of the actual test. So pre-licensing is where you take a class, you watch it either on a computer or you go to a classroom, and then they kind of test you in-house as a part of the uh, course that you're taking. We recommend adjusterpro.com at IAPATH. We send our students through Adjuster Pro because they have all the states um, and so it makes it really easy to make sure that you get the right state. So if your state requires an adjuster license, you need to get your exam prep or pre-licensing um, through Adjuster Pro is what we recommend. And uh, we have different packages at IAPATH that'll help you make that more affordable uh, or even include it and give it to you for free. But that's the first thing you need to do if your state requires an adjuster license. Because once you have that license, you're now legally able to handle claims. If you live in a state that does not require an adjuster license, we're going to recommend that you get your Florida adjuster license. And you might be saying, Chris, I live in Illinois. They don't have an adjuster license. Why am I getting Florida? Why would I go so far away? Well, hear me out. If um, because you don't have an adjuster license, because you live in a state that doesn't require it uh, to do catastrophic work, or to get your first license, you're going to have to pick another state. And different states are viewed differently by other states. And Florida is viewed favorably by a lot of different companies, uh, or I'm sorry, a lot of different states. And they will recognize your license, your Florida license, in basically every other state except for a handful of like California, New York, and Alaska. So if you have a Florida license, you can simply go to the Oklahoma Department of Insurance, the Texas Department of Insurance, show them your certificate um, and your license number and all that and pay them their money. And they'll just give you a license. so You don't have to take their test. That's what we call reciprocity. 
where you don't have to take the test again because you, you already got it through another state. So we recommend Florida if you live in a state that doesn't have an adjuster license. That's, that's the starting point where you need to be if the, you're in a state that doesn't have a license. So once again, we recommend Adjuster Pro and doing Florida pre-licensing for that. It all can be done online, all at your own pace, which is awesome. It's not a fun course. I'll just go ahead and tell you, there are no fun courses for adjuster licensing. Um, and another thing I want to mention is that adjuster licensing does not tell an IA firm that you actually know what you're doing. All it tells them is that you legally have the ability to handle a, and settle claims as a, an adjuster in that particular state. That's all it tells them. Because what's on the adjuster alert pre-licensing is things about state-specific guidelines and laws. What's on there is also uh, different policies. Um, you'll hear a lot of things like HO3, HO5, and what's the difference? If they have this one, the deck's covered. If this one, the the the, uh, um, the garage is covered. This is renter's insurance, and this is homeowner's insurance. And these are the differences. Because you will need to know that at some point, especially if you're handling property claims. But that's what an adjuster license covers, is that type of stuff. It doesn't actually tackle the nuts and bolts of how we do our job. So just because you get your adjuster license, and you should, and that's awesome, it doesn't get you work. Okay. A lot of people get an adjuster's license. They go do these things and they say, I don't have work, Chris. I have an adjuster license, but nobody's giving me work. Well, it's because nobody knows that you actually know how to do claims yet because an adjuster license doesn't tell them that. It just means you legally can. Now, there's another part to licensing in step one here of the IA path that you need to consider. If you are in a hurry to get work, if you are in a hurry to get claims and make money as fast as possible, then I have a tip for you. I know you're on the edge of your seat, right? <laughs> um, so that tip is this. Um, if you want to do daily auto claims, most states do not require a license for you to handle daily auto claims as an auto damage appraiser. And you're like, I want to be an adjuster, Chris. What's an appraiser? The difference between an appraiser and adjuster is this. An appraiser writes the estimate. An adjuster writes the check. Say it one more time. An appraiser writes the estimate. An adjuster writes the check, which legally binds and settles the claim. So as an auto damage appraiser, you're not required to have an adjuster's license because you're not settling the claim on behalf of the insurance company. You were passing on an estimate to an adjuster saying, hey, this is what I think it's roughly going to cost to get started to fix this vehicle. You should probably pay this amount, $10,200. And then that inside adjuster then has to make a binding decision and write the check. So you're only doing that front end part of the process, the inspection, the writing of the estimate, the writing up the report, to talking with the insured, but then an adjuster actually makes that final decision. So that's how you can get away with not having to get a license right away and actually be able to start getting work. And that is in most states. There are a few states, especially in the Northeast, that require an auto damage appraiser's license. Uh, North Carolina requires an auto damage appraiser's license. South Carolina requires an auto damage appraiser's license. Um, and Washington State 
They're just weird, really confusing up there. Um, I think you got to get their adjuster's license, which is really difficult, but that's a, another story for another day. So if you live in one of those states, um, you might have to, you know, you're going to have to go get an appraiser's license or get a license of some kind to legally handle claim. Now, the thing about licensing I want to tell you, since we're trying to cover this step one as thorough, uh, thoroughly, is um, when you go get an, a license, whether it be adjuster or appraisers, depending on what role you're fulfilling, depending on the type of work you want to get, you might have to get two licenses if you live in a state to have an appraiser's license. So let's explain. If you live in South Carolina and you're going to go handle claims uh, for pilot catastrophe in an auto total loss center, well, a lot of times you're going to end up having to have a South Carolina adjuster's license and an appraiser's license because you are dealing with both the estimate side of it and the settling of the claim side of it. So just be aware if you live in a state that has an, an auto appraiser's license and an adjuster's license, you might have to get both. If you need help with that, please reach out to me, chris at iapath.com. I will do research with you um, and hit cheat. I talk with Adjuster Pro a lot. I get a lot of information from them. Make sure, help you guys stay compliant. Um, but that's licensing in a nutshell. If you live in a state that has a license, an adjuster's license, you're going to have to get that to be able to handle claims as an adjuster, which means write the check. If you live in a state that doesn't have one, but you want to work catastrophe claims and you want to show you're serious about this industry, you should go get Florida is my recommendation. Um, and then if you live in a state that requires uh, an appraiser's license to handle auto claims, you're going to have to uh, get an auto damage appraiser's license uh, to get started. But outside of those states, you could get working today without a license handling daily auto claims. So that's licensing. But then once you have your license, here's an important piece you can't forget. To keep your license valid, almost all states require that you have continuing education done every two years. So every two years, you have to uh, take some more classes and prove to the state that you continue to improve yourself uh, to where you can keep that license active and valid. And you don't want to forget that. You don't want to miss out on that because I did. Uh, I was super busy. I was a catastrophic regional uh, manager for a PDR company, running around with my head like a chicken with my head cut off. And I let my adjuster license lapse because I didn't do my CE. So painful. This initial class is painful enough to have to go back and do it a second time. You don't want to do it. So make sure you keep up with your CE credits. Now, at IPATH, we believe so strongly in this that if you're a part of any of our programs, if you're inside of our mentorship community, we will pay for your CE credits. So that's not even an excuse. We literally will give you CE credits at IPATH if you're a part of our mentorship program. Uh, for $300 a year. So seriously, no excuse. Head to iPath.com, get your CEs done. Okay, we'll, we'll do it for you. Uh, not do the CEs for you, but we'll buy it for you and assign it to you through Adjuster Pro. All right, so that's some things about licensing, but I don't want to stop at this entry-level um, primer, basically. Okay, here's the basics. That's great. I like the basics, but I do want to give you some context and strategy behind licensing licensing is like you have set up if you were a coffee uh, shop and you set up a coffee shop in Denver and you say, okay, now I want to set up a coffee shop in Colorado Springs. 
what are you doing? You're expanding your customer base. You're expanding your opportunities. You're expanding the likelihood that you're going to get work. And as an adjuster, it's the same thing. If you live in Illinois and you get a Florida uh, adjuster's license, and then you use that Florida license and use the reciprocity it offers to go get Texas, Alabama, North Carolina, all these states that are affected by hurricanes, what are you doing? You're opening yourself up to new possibilities and new opportunities to where you have a better shot at getting work come hurricane season. And so you can really look at a map and start to understand where it is you want to get a license based on the type of work you want to do. So what are you wanting to do? Are you wanting to do hurricane claims, you know, property claims? That's where you're going to get your big shot in property is on hurricane typically. So you need to be ready with all the Gulf and Atlantic states. Are you wanting to work hail claims? Well, hail claims fall mainly in the Midwest. So you need to start looking at Texas, Oklahoma, Minnesota. They got blasted this year and they they have a, a license there. Indiana might also be a good one. Kentucky can also produce good hail. Um, and then a lot of other states in the Midwest, like uh, Kansas, Nebraska, Colorado, they don't require a license. So if you have one license, you're kind of in with the cat companies to be able to go work those states. So you need to think about this strategically in your career. What is it you want to do and what licenses are going to help you get there? Now, if you're looking to do inside or desk deployments where you go sit in a cubicle and you handle claims six, seven days a week until they uh, cut you, basically let you work until they don't need you anymore, um, then getting as many licenses as possible can be very beneficial. If you don't have a way to set yourself apart, if you don't have some certifications or designations or anything that makes you jump out at people, then getting more licenses is increasing the odds in the adjuster lottery that you're going to get work. Um, And desk deployments, it's important because you can handle claims from any state in the nation if you have all the licenses and you're able to be more valuable to these IA firms. So that's really important to think about. These IA firms, they have needs. Your customers that you're trying to get to hire you, that's who your customer is, the IA firm, by the way. They have needs. They need somebody who can handle claims in South Carolina with an adjuster and appraiser's license. They have needs of people who can get a New York license because they have claims in New York that their customers, the insurance companies, need handled and that you can help them handle. So if you think about what are your customers' needs and how can I help them by getting different licenses, you're going to be way more valuable as an adjuster. You're going to think about this differently. It's not just, oh, what do I have to do to get work? Well, that's a good start. But then what do I got to do to help my customer? What do I have to do to really make myself valuable to them? One last tip I'll leave you guys with is um, I... Um, the the most valuable licenses that you can get are New York, New Mexico, and Pennsylvania's auto damage appraiser's license because that's another state that has them. So those three are the most valuable licenses you can get. And so if you get all three of those as a desk adjuster, you are like super valuable. <laughs> like if you can get your Florida or you live in Texas and you have your Texas license and then you get those three, so valuable because New York is a pain to get, takes a long time, it's a hard test, um, and it takes them a while to even issue it, sometimes months to issue it, but it's worth it. It's been called the golden ticket license. 
And you, as a desk adjuster especially, if you want to be valuable to be able to sit from your home or sit in an office and be able to handle claims all across the nation, you want to get your New York license. Because even if you don't have any skill set that you can put on a resume, or even if you have no experience or you have no true training that's going to make an firm look at you, they're going to look at you, at least consider you, if you have a New York license. If you have New York, New Mexico, and a Pennsylvania motor vehicle damage appraisers license, I would wager you are now in the top 10% of most valuable adjusters on a desk deployment starting out. Because once you come in, the other licenses are easy to get. Those are the hard ones to get that take time and a lot of adjusters don't do. So now you're more valuable than the others. So that's licensing. That's step one of this journey. To get started, you at least have to get your home state license. Or if you don't have a home state license, go get your designated home state license at Florida. That's what it's called when you choose it in the state. And then if you're ready to get to work fast and you live in a state that doesn't have an auto damage appraiser's license, you don't need to get any license to get started. You could just start getting work. All right, guys, keep walking your path and claiming your life. Are you dreaming of a career in auto damage, but find yourself not meeting the experience requirements? You can try the first part of our seven part auto damage certification for free. This allows you to dive deep into auto damage training with no strings attached. And if you love it, you can continue on and purchase the full program. With this certification, you gain not just in-depth knowledge and skills, but also an all-access pass to our exclusive community, a full year of mentorship, and yes, get the two to five year experience requirement waived with over 40 firms. Your future in auto damage begins today. Visit iPath.com to start your free trial and discover where iPath can take you. iPath, claim your life.